just so you see yourself just as I did. Hello, Luca, welcome. And welcome everyone listening or watching, joining us for another episode of MotoGP Podcast Last on the Breaks. So, very VIP guest again this week. Thank you for joining us. Despite, as they said, all of those headlines around you at the moment, I'm sure it's not the best week you've had to agree to another interview. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll get on to maybe a little bit of that later. The first and obvious question, how are you? Uh, first of all, hi everybody. It's, it's a pleasure right, to be here it's, uh, also in this uh, situation. <laughs> every time it's nice to, to talk with you and uh, you organize every time great things. And uh, yeah, I'm fine. Just enjoying this last part of the season uh, and uh, being in Qatar is great because it's a track that I like. And uh, also you, you race at night and it's a special... Uh, <laughs> it's more chill now. Yeah, special situation. We saw you in the suit last night. You didn't see us. <laughs> Did you enjoy it? Are you enjoying having a bit of a less humidity? Very different climate again. Now we're going to have a much more relaxed schedule in the morning as well. Is that yeah. kind of nice after the kind For of For me, crazy the pace? best situation is more relaxed schedule in the morning. Yeah, yeah. it's fantastic. I would agree. Yeah? Yeah. It's, it's easy. So, like I said to you just before we pressed go, we're going to start like we did last week with Fabio. We'll start with some fan questions because okay. they're quite a great random mix. Some of them, we've got one little essay question, some of them really short. Okay. So, we'll start with some from Instagram. We've got one from Darwizzy. I'm sure you've answered this question a hundred times. How does the VR46 Academy help you in MotoGP? So, for everyone who doesn't know, it's like Valentino's training camp, whole kind of, you've got the track in Tavulia, cool facility. It's all of you guys who all train together. How, how does it, what difference does it make for you? Yeah, I, I will uh, invite everybody to see how it works from, from inside. Maybe in the future we will do a podcast. I was going to say, please. Or, uh, just, uh, <laughs> we will be there. <laughs> show, show better the situation to everybody because it's very great. Um, nothing... Uh, Unusual, eh? <laughs> um, yeah, I think that especially for our personal growth, uh, for all of us, uh, was really a great opportunity uh, climb uh, this mountain of arriving to the, to the MotoGP, to the masterclass all together and uh, pushing each other uh, for, for improve our performance uh, every year in every training. Um, so the academy is giving us an opportunity, I think, first of all. And uh, they are supporting us uh, when we are, uh, we are at home and when we're training. Um, I think we are very lucky because the, the organization that we have uh, for the training is, uh, is fantastic. Uh, not only the ranch, but also when we go in Misano or when we go with the pocket bikes on Ovale or something like this, we have uh, our mechanics from the World Championship. Uh, we have uh, Peko has a crew chief, Christian, uh, with him, and it's a, it's a great moment for training, but also for uh, uh, be one against the other, as in the MotoGP, but also at home with uh, uh, less risk. But uh, it's trying say, to where push. are the limits yeah. when you push each other? Yeah, Is exactly. it a little bit? In my opinion, this is the best, the, our more, more, more important, uh, the key point of the academy is this. The yeah. level of competition. Yeah, 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 because when you, you train, uh, it's not just uh, trying to yeah, lift some strength or some <laughs> weights. It's 
I want to lift more than the other. <laughs> and who has the lap record at the moment? Depends on the sport, on the discipline. Uh, for example, at the ranch, I'm the best. I thought that's why I yeah, asked. I was yeah. like, I think it's you. <laughs> yes, at the ranch, yeah. But for example, with Ovale, Celestino is unbeatable. Every time he give us half a second and it's crazy because we cannot <laughs> beat him. And uh, I feel like you have a slight disadvantage. Yeah, yeah. for me it's very, it's very <laughs> difficult, but uh, I didn't... Um, want to take excuses. I want to, to beat him. Also. Find that half yeah, second. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and depends. For example, in running, everybody, everybody is so fast, so strong. And I like so you run it as well. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. bikes, you actually yeah, run it. Yeah. I love it. Everything, just like. Do you have leaderboards of all of them? No, sometimes. Also, I think we, we made a, a leaderboard of, of the simulation <laughs> after the range. You know, when we have dinner all together, we stay there for spend uh, and enjoy free time. We have also some challenges on the still a little with bit the, with the PlayStation. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we love it. <laughs> Until you go to sleep, is every time at 100%. <laughs> so the next one, very different question now, as I said, and we'll go back to some of a training academy, everything else. But from Ayumiya, not sure how I'm pronouncing that. What's your taste in music? Taste in music. Uh, caused some controversy last week with Fabio saying he wasn't a Taylor Swift fan. So be careful where yeah, you I heard go. something, I heard something. <laughs> uh, well, my relationship with music is mm, quite personal because it depends a lot on my feelings. Depends. I like every kind of music. I don't have any specific genre, especially because I like to, to listen depending on what I want to feel. I, I want to feel uh, some emotions when I'm listening to music because for me music is something very special, uh, very unique uh, in this world that uh, is starting from the whole history that we have music. So it's something really great that is uh, unifying people and humanity in, in all the world and is something really special and I want to just feel emotions. So if I need more energy, I want to listen something that gives me energy if I'm sad and I want to cry. Just let it out. Yeah, <laughs> some sad music. <laughs> or if I'm cleaning my home, uh, just uh, some uh, lofi music or just, uh, just like nice relax. Background noise. Yeah, exactly. In. Okay, cool. Depending on the situation. And uh, this is uh, how I like to to approach to I music. like that answer. It's deep immediately. Like, mm. no, it's about the philosophy of the music. So the next one is not very deep. Okay. Next one's now from X or Twitter, as I will continue to call it. It's from Moto6310. Now, we can take this different ways. How it's written is pineapple on pizza or iced Americano. So okay. we can either make it which one is worse. We can make it, will you accept either of them okay. as okay? But I said Americano. Iced Americano. Yeah, I accept it. You accept it? Yeah, okay. because when it's hot, uh, it's okay. But pineapple on pizza, no. Pineapple on pizza is a no. Mm. Really? Yeah, I that heard Italian? that people that uh, eat pineapple on pizza is, is good. I'm sorry. But uh, no. from my, my country, is impossible. I know, I, I do, I feel like I'm committing a crime against Italy every time I do it. Yeah, but, but if you so like good. it, 
no pressure. Thanks. For I'm, me, keep that. going like this. Uh, <laughs> Iced Americano, though, surely in the races we've just been in, it's nice to have the cold coffee. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's acceptable. So the next one is our longer question. But given the answer you gave about music, I think you're ready. Okay. From <laughs> Cartier Lufly, maybe. I heard you were interested in astrophysics as a kid. And if you weren't a rider, you maybe would have studied archaeology or computer science. So can you share with us if there's anything in life now that you're super interested outside of racing? I think that I'm entering the world of um, personal growth, something like this, no? Okay. Uh, I'm reading books about this topic and looking for uh, improving myself outside of, of the track, also inside. Eh? But try to, to be a better person and, uh, and that's it. This is now something that uh, I'm, I'm looking for with uh, enjoying, uh, with no, no pressure. And uh, it's not like studying something, it's just try to find uh, advices from the other people that have more experience on, on this. Cool. Topic. So what, what kind of thing, where do you think you can best improve then? I was thinking about this in these uh, last weeks, uh, trying to find in which area I was improving this season. Because every year I feel a big improvement uh, inside myself as a rider, uh, and not only a rider. And I understood that now I felt uh, much more the emotions. I'm crying a lot when I'm watching films. Really? With my, with my wife. <laughs> this is something really strange, really weird for me, because also every time my wife told me that when we watch video in the gallery of the, our phones, that they, I'm really different compared to the, the past years, but in a, in a better way. So like you're a little bit more connected to... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was very, very cold uh, in the past. As a, as a person, not not when I was a child. When I was a child, it was completely different. How were you? When but you during were a child? that <laughs> adolescence, how it is? Uh, yeah, adolescence when yeah. you were a teenager. Yeah, F uh, was a really really great uh, shape shifting. Okay, yeah. wow. And then you bring out shape shifting, like yeah. super pro English then suddenly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well that's interesting then. So let's talk about generally like MotoGP then as a rider, like they said in the intro for those of us who are joining on the Gear Up show and for audio, they mentioned obviously, at the time of recording, all we have is rumors, but from the outside looking, like I remember seeing you, I think it was 2015, what was then known as CV at Navarra, mm -hmm. and you were like kind of on the podium, but like pushing to get onto that podium there. And now a lot of those people that you were racing, you have, now you're a MotoGP podium finisher, mm -hmm. Grand Prix podium finisher, as well as the sprint. Your career's gone pretty crazy since then. It's an incredible journey that you've been on. And now you have interest, it seems, from one of the most famous bikes and factories ever. How, how has this journey been for you on the inside? Like you say now, okay, so you're more emotional in a good way, but it's been, a really interesting career yours, how you've built it. 
maybe I will go too, too long with this answer. I <laughs> tried to it. sum We've up a little for bit. For a while. <laughs> um, yeah, it was really, really interesting uh, journey. It was, I think, quite difficult. Um, Many people every time think that uh, being Vale brother is everything easier uh, because you have uh, open doors everywhere, but it's not so, so true. Yeah, sure that uh, every time there are good uh, things, good opportunities, but also on the other side, I needed to, to, to work a lot on, on myself, by myself, and uh, Trust me, I I give a, a lot from inside of me for for arriving here to from for be a MotoGP rider and for achieve this kind of result. I was never happy sincerely uh, in the past trying for uh, for achieve more, and when uh, and when I arrived to the MotoGP, I said, "Wow, this is amazing!" And also, still. I'm not realizing very well that I'm a MotoGP rider. I remember that in Malaysia last week in Sepang, I was exiting from the from the pit lane and looked behind, and I saw Franco with all the livery of the Yamaha. That is nice. is is good, and I have a lot of uh, memories of the blue of the Yamaha when I was a child, when I was in the garage with with Vale, and I said uh, in that moment exiting from from the pit lane. Uh, Wow, it's just a, an amazing feeling to be here. <laughs> just suddenly, I mean, you, yeah, it's I just, not your rookie year. <laughs> yeah, every time is a little bit like this. I'm uh, surprised to be here. Not that I didn't know that I could be here back, because I'm really feel that the potential and the talent and the speed that I have inside of me is uh, is a lot. Uh, there is so much to show, even more. But still, when you look around. It's You're just like, great, wow. yeah, like a, a child, uh, <laughs> like a rookie, and uh, yeah, every time is there are so good the bikes, they are they are fantastic, and also when you look uh, in the garage, you see a MotoGP bike, it's just a, a great feeling, and uh, have the the opportunity to ride it and to push the bike at 100% in the track is just uh, amazing and. Uh, we, as riders, we never, f we need to, we have to, don't forget this, because we are very lucky. I was going to say, it feels very refreshing that you're still like, ooh, <laughs> even just going out of pit lane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so everyone always says your method of working is like super methodical. And I feel like we can see that, like you've always been in steps and stuff. Yes. How does it work for you in the garage? Because you're also an interesting team where on the other side of the box, it feels like kind of the opposite, and at some point something will just click, and then Bez is away, but you're always like the one making those steps, working in a really kind of, I don't know, yeah, steps is the yeah. way of saying it. Is that your approach to just fit those things together, and how does it help you kind of make those steps forward? Yeah, I think that is, um, part of myself also outside of the track. Eh? I, would, I want to, to work uh, like this also in if all the other stuff. If you're reading those books yeah. about personal growth and stuff, it seems like you have your approach in life. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> yeah exactly. I try to, to do my best every time that I need to do something. Also here in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's going very well so far. Uh, thank you. <laughs>
And also I think that uh, I learned uh, many things from my brother uh, when I was uh, young and just sit down besides Vale and his engineers, try to listen his feedbacks and how it works, how he works. It uh, was really a good experience that transmit me a lot of uh, things that I try to use it also when I'm talking with my engineers. Okay, just yeah. like being around that and seeing like how it's done almost. Yeah, yeah, it was nice. I think that Vale was one of the strongest on this kind of method inside of the garage. He had uh, an incredible talent, incredible speed. He's sure the, the goal of our sport, but also the, the work uh, outside of the track was uh, in the garage was, was amazing. Well, what you said before about like being Valentino's brother, maybe some people think that gives you a lot of things. You say obviously you've had to put in quite a lot of work yourself. That must be a little bit of a strange situation because it's like, obviously, yeah, there are some positives there. It's also, I don't know, like finding your own identity, I guess. Do you feel like you're kind of doing that now or has that never really bothered you? No, essentially, I think that I have my personal identity also now. Um, so I'm not looking for something strange. <laughs> no, I don't mean that. I just mean like it's because like you said, like the god of our sport is such a huge figure. Yeah, yeah but for everybody is uh, difficult to figure too. <laughs> I <laughs> can imagine. <laughs> yeah, it's not just for me, uh, but I have the pleasure to be his brother. So share with him uh, all these all the good stuff. Great, yeah results, emotions, moments of his beautiful career, also when I was a child. Just uh, great, trying to be, yeah, on my personal, uh, follow my path. But uh, with nothing strange, eh? just uh, be myself and uh, I like in the situation that I am. Well, we like it too, it's good. <laughs> and so obviously now he's kind of, I don't know, do you see him also as a boss now? Because yeah, sometimes yes. When, uh, when he started like to, to look at you in a serious way, you know that like, you are talking with the boss, not with your brother. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we love that. Because your team as well, it seems pretty, obviously you've been there a little while, it's been a journey, it's not just like suddenly MotoGP, okay, everything is new, but it all seems to work so well. And how, how is it kind of within the box and kind of day to day? Because like you said, there's so many people who you also train with, with the academy. What's the, the vibe here in MotoGP with you guys? With the team? Yeah. Uh, the vibe. The mood. Yeah. Is it like, is there a real difference between academy training and then when you get here and then everyone's like serious face on? Or do you no, still try I don't and think so. The... We are very serious also at home. <laughs> <laughs> wow, okay. It's I, all about that competition. No, this is uh, uh, <laughs> a good one because also when I spoke with Miguel Oliveira uh, last week or I don't remember when, and he said that when he came at the ranch, he said too much pressure. Really? Yeah, because he felt that the situation is like a MotoGP weekend. Eh? It's, uh, <laughs> it's not so easy to have uh, to to enjoy because uh, it's 
yeah, I guess pushing well, every time. He, 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 there's like two pressures there, aren't there? Because there's the pressure of the competition, and then there's the pressure of him coming and you're all in a group and you're used to being there. And yeah. You're like, Come on then, what have you got? <laughs> How did he do? Was it good? Were you impressed? Yeah, yeah. But every <laughs> every rider and also guests that come at the ranch. Uh, they do they, they do the okay. best they do a good job who's been the, the best guest at the ranch so far to an academy session the 100 kilometers doesn't count because that's a lot of guests uh, this is a difficult question i know i'm sorry i've just put yeah, you on the spot as well yeah i need to to think a little bit yeah. <laughs> okay well i need to go back then okay. to the repsol honda not going to ask you any pressure questions about a yes or a no okay but the fact that your name is now linked to that seat obviously a bit of a difficult time in the history of the factory and what they've gone through now but one of the most mythically successful and famous things how does it feel when you're hearing your name now not just like oh luca marini got a podium first podium in MotoGP, that's impressive oh luca marini blah, 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 cause you're fastest in the sapang test you stole the headlines straight away this year now being in a conversation with that factory is it does it make you feel very proud to have got to this position where you've got interest from people like that yeah a lot yeah, yeah. this is uh, just uh, for me a great moment um, something that I was I was looking for 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 the future sure that my target my goal is right for for a manufacturer and for, in a factory team and try to develop the best bike uh, as possible for win races and, and win the title and when you you have the opportunity to to be in this situation it's just it's great so let's see in the future how, how it will be but for now I'm just uh, happy and glad to to <laughs> to be in this position uh, so you great. said it's interesting you said develop a bike as well is that something that really interests you because now you've obviously you've got a fantastic bike one of the best ever made <laughs> for racing but it is an interesting one with there's eight of you on more or less the same bike obviously you've got the 22 mm -hmm. Um, but does that interest you then in general in future, like really being like the lead role or one of the biggest voices in developing and that kind of journey? Yes. Yeah. I think <laughs> Don't that just I give can me be, a yes. yeah, Come it on. can be that, uh, that kind of rider. Yeah? Yeah. What is it do you think that makes you a good fit for that? Just the approach and the understanding and. Yeah, but also apart the, the speed and the talent and. Of course, I'm not trying to say well you're slow. <laughs> yeah, but, but every you're every, smart. every MotoGP <laughs> rider is so fast and so fantastic. Uh, I think I have a very good sensitivity on the bike and I can share my feedbacks very well to the engineers. And every time that also with uh, with Gigi, with the, all the Ducati engineers, also I'm trying to do my best in these years for trying to give. Uh, one more feedback, one more things that maybe they can help us at, and them also to develop the best bike. So just, uh, just try to work everybody together for achieve the same target. And it is, like I said, there's eight Ducatis on the grid, so it's interesting. You will see everyone's data, right? Yes. So. But there is not so much time eh, for compare everybody now really? in this oh. uh, new format. <laughs> you have to choose one or two. Do, so do you ever go back? So if in like December, if you have a week off, will you ever be like, actually, I'm going to look at Peko's data from Germany? Or are you not, <laughs> not that into it? 
in December. Yeah. Not in you December, not I would like it. If, if you can't look at it at the time, then it's just like, okay, we move on. No, I, I think it's, it's good, it's great, but also you need some time for uh, switch off. off. Yeah, yeah. relax and prepare better yourself for, uh, for the next season. But sure that if they give me a PC, I will look, uh, <laughs> maybe not the every day, but sure every week. Every now and then. Yeah. I like to, to study when I'm at home. I think that ca this can be also the future for, uh, for a rider arriving in, the, in, the, in a GP in more prepared than now. What, or, like uh, literally like studying the data? Yeah, um, or just have meetings before also the, the, the GP as also the engineer. Uh, do um, because it's every time more s with less time so less time on track but also less time for work uh, when you, we are off the track because uh, a lot of media stuff a lot of uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's Paul fault every time <laughs> a lot of Paul also the press for context yeah. <laughs> Uh, meet and greet uh, with the fans, uh, with uh, the guests from the teams. Uh, so it's um, becoming a little bit more difficult our job. So I think uh, you need to be very strong and fast from first lap of FP1 now and be ready. And uh, we can improve. And do you think the sprint helps for race data or? No. No. <laughs> yeah, finally, finally <laughs> we try to achieve a good result, uh, for example, podium or victory also in the sprint because it's very important and also try to use the sprint in the best way for prepare the, the Sunday race. Uh, but with FP4 was everything more relaxed, more calm, more time. If you want to push in FP4 as in the sprint race, you can. If not, you, you can uh, slow down and uh, <laughs> work. While now you, you need to be at 100% already on Saturday and be prepared to do your best performance. So we adapted to, to this kind of format. And finally, I think uh, it worked well because the sprint races are every time uh, you can have fun in the sprint race and also it's a great show for the people. And this is a good direction, in my opinion. So for someone with your kind of approach, is it, do you think, a bigger challenge than for some other riders to like hit go time immediately? When? Like with the sprint and like you say, you have to immediately be like on it with your approach of putting everything together, no? no? You, no. I mean, in the results, it doesn't seem No, like no, 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 in fact. <laughs> it's really but every time, I'm really fast on Friday also. Eh? Sometimes it happens that in Friday, I'm faster than, than Saturday, so... <laughs> Why? What happens? <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I have this kind of method, but also I'm very fast and I learn things very fast and I can be ready very soon. Because it's, it's kind of interesting this year when we announce the sprint and then everyone's like, oh, this rider, this rider, this rider, they're going to be great and these riders are going to be terrible. Actually, there's been an interesting... A lot of people have adapted super quick. The sprint seems like it's been quite a success. Do you enjoy racing twice or are you like, no, give me my data time? <sighs> if we could give you like Thursday as day to day, would you then be like, oh, no, yeah. The, the two two chances to see the lights go out is good. Ah, it's, it's difficult. It's difficult. <laughs> uh, I think that at the end we need to to do our best with the format that uh, the organization will choose. Now we have this, and I hope that uh, works for uh, for the fans, 
for all the TVs because we need to more popularity, more fans, because I think that our sport is really like a, a jewel and we need to, to enjoy it, to bring our passion outside of also only motorsport fans, but to, to everybody as in, in the past. I know that now it's a little bit more difficult with the pay TV, but I think that we can do even more for uh, involve more, more people and have more fans in the future because it's something really unique and really special, our sport. And uh, everybody needs to, to understand this, in my opinion, and have, uh, have fun watching our races because they are really, really great. They really are. And you've just given us the perfect finishing sentence there. <laughs> it's like, okay, if we perfect. could maybe get you to do some freelance work, to just, you know, do some text here and there, some press releases, that'd be great. Okay. <laughs> no, that was a perfect <laughs> little speech to end on. Thank you so much, Luca, so much. for joining us. Thank you. And uh, yeah, best of luck with everything this weekend. Valencia, let's see what the future holds, but it was a pleasure as always. And My our pleasure. sport is a jewel indeed. So thank you very much. Thank you so much. Ciao a tutti. Ciao.